How you doing, folks? And welcome, welcome, welcome back, and um, for a second time to the Right Frame Academy. And I'm Mark Beggs. And once again, we have Sharon um, Schillmover with us. And as I said last week, Sharon is one of Canadians' top manifestation mindset and success coaches. And if you remember last week, we we're talking about and um, reframing your thoughts. Um, but first of all, Sharon, how are you? Is the snow gone from Canada? Yeah, we're finally getting less snow, more rain, but we're moving into spring, so it makes us happy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm in Dublin, as you know, and the sun's in the sky. It's a bit warmer. I didn't have to wear an overcoat today. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, because I, I hate overcoats. I hate all that type of stuff. So it's getting warmer, and there's a, there's a hint that um, the summer's on the way. And hopefully this is Easter Bank holiday weekend. Things will actually it will be, it will be warmer. So it's looking good. It's looking good. So... Last week we gave people some some homework to do. Yes. One of the things you, you were talking about reframing your thoughts was be super clean, clear, like dream mode, about where you want to be, where you want to go. Then you told people to write, when you get super clear and you know where you want to go in life or what you want to do, even over the next five years or three to five years, write down 50 items that if you had any money you wanted, you could buy. So no matter what you wear, write those and think it through, write down the 50 items. And then you, you explained, get a sheet of paper, line down the middle, one side, how do you feel that you bought that Gucci suit or you bought the curry of your dreams or you bought your house you wanted? And how would you feel if you didn't buy it? And, and do, do you want to sum up that from last week? About what, if someone did an exercise, where are you hoping they will be now? Well, by doing the exercise, the idea of writing it down is what you're really writing down is what are your emotions right now towards buying that Gucci suit? So what thoughts are coming up now? So how do you feel towards it? Because your um, money consciousness, like your money vibration is going to kick in. It's going to kick in by saying, who needs a Gucci suit? Or oh, I'm not going to spend that kind of money or I'll never have that kind of money. Write down what it is that you truly feel about it. And then the opposite is writing down if you did have it, what would it do for you? If you could buy it, if you could do anything with the money, how would it feel to have that, right? So I want you to put the polar opposite. The idea is, is to get people out of this mindset of, I shouldn't, I couldn't, it's not worth it, to yes. what if I can? What if I can? Because that's going to allow for the energy to connect to the I can, for you to actually see what it feels like. If you had that dream, then... Why not? Because we all say, oh, I wouldn't spend that kind of money. But if you had the money, the reason you're saying I wouldn't spend that kind of money is because you want to spend that kind of money. Exactly. And, and also, I think you are already, if you could buy that suit, think of the, the, the domino effect of everything else you'd be able to do as well because you could afford that suit. It's just like if that suit was three or four thousand dollars or pounds, imagine what all the other things you're still able to do because you can afford that and how you would feel walking down the street in that suit. Exactly. Showing up on camera for your, for your clients, showing up at the doorstep with your clients, showing up in your business, showing up with your friends. Well, how your energy changes when you know you are wearing exactly what you want to wear. You know, I have a client who bought a coat and she said, you were in my mind the entire time because I would never spend this kind of money on a coat. But I remember what you said and I bought the coat. She's, and she had a hundred thousand dollar week that week. Right, okay. And it's like what we, I, funny, someone used to say to me, 
um, about driving a good car. And the, this was when I was doing selling for, for accountancy and bookkeeping because I trained as an accountant. Um, and they used to say, well, if an accountant turns up in a banger, an old car that has smoke coming out the back of it and it looks terrible, you know he's not the man or woman for you because if they can't make themselves successful in that business, how are they going to make you successful? A hundred percent. And and it, and listen, I will say this, not to everybody are cars important. And I was somebody that cars were not important to me. I always said poo-poo on it. And I said, I wouldn't spend that kind of money. Even if I had the money, I wouldn't spend that money. When my mindset starts to change, I made a goal that I wanted to buy a Mercedes. I'd always wanted to buy a Mercedes. And I wanted to have a Mercedes that had everything in it. And I made the decision I was going to get a Mercedes. Within three months, I bought my Mercedes. I've now paid for it in cash. And so it is mine. Brilliant. It is, you know, and that is nothing that I would have been able to do in the past, given my financial situation. Yes. But I remember getting into my car every single day that I would go to my car. And this is where your consciousness of the way that you see yourself changes. And we were talking about embodiment last week having that fuller because the last step was how can you take the expression of the things that you want and bring them into your life today? Yes. That was the last yeah. step in the exercise from last week. So this is an example of that expression. So I couldn't afford yet to have the Mercedes, but I went and I looked at it and I would check online and I would build out my Mercedes. So I knew exactly. And I test drove it. So I would knew what it felt like to drive a Mercedes. And every single time I got in my car, I had an Altima, nothing wrong with an Altima, but it wasn't the Mercedes that I wanted. I would get in and I would call it my Mercedes. So I gave it a name and I would step in and I would say good morning to it. And I would start that engine and I would feel the Mercedes underneath my seat. And as I was driving, I could feel that Mercedes driving. And I remember pulling up at a light and there was my Mercedes beside me. And it was a beautiful day. I rolled down the window, her window was down and I'm like, nice car. We have the same car. And she looked at me like I was crazy <laughs> because I had an Altima and she had a Mercedes. Yeah. And she's like, uh, I said, it's the same car. And she goes, it's not the same car. I go, oh, yes, it is. And I was like, don't you listen. And I was yeah. holding the handle, the wheel. And as soon as that light went, she took off because she thought I was crazy. And yeah. here I'm like, you just keep going, Mercedes. To me, I was in the Mercedes. You were there. And you were already months, there. I was already there. Yeah. That's the knowing that it's already in your position. Yeah. And it's also the idea, and I want really people to get, because we're talking about money consciousness, so I want people to really get into this idea that it is not the car that gives you the energy. I was in the energy in the Altima. It is me who gives it the energy. That car comes through my energy. It's not the car happens. So it's not that success happens and you feel successful. When you become successful within, that's when success happens on the outside. And this is what money consciousness is all about. So you weren't in the Mercedes, but you had conv convinced yourself you're there. You're driving it. And as far as you're concerned, your body told you you were there. Your being told you were there. So, so you were there in a different car, but, but your, your mind and all was convinced you were driving a Mercedes, and that is what was drawing it through. Yeah, that's, that's what you're talking about. You flip the mindset. You were there. A hundred percent. And what changes when you were there, and this is really key for everybody, when you step into that alignment and being who you want to be, you start to think on a different level because your vibration raises. We think on vibration. 
Yes. And this is really important. We think on vibration. So our vibration and our thought are dictated together. And so my thought dictates my vibration. My vibration dictates my action and what I do, which gives me a result, which then me viewing that result will then dictate my thought again. And this is why people find that they cycle the same amount of money in their business over and over and over again. They're looking at what's happening. It's like looking at the report card. I got a C minus, therefore I might not be, must not be a good student. And it changes the way that I show up, the excuses that I make, right? I block out during tests. I don't do well. I can't listen to the teacher, right? Because it dictates to me who I am. I have to dictate to it who I am. And so it's not the car that gives you that energy. Your energy then raises you up so that you are thinking different things as a Mercedes owner. Well, my gas is more expensive because I now have to fill up premium gas. I have to do this and I have to do that. So the way that I step into my business every single morning and the things that I do, my thought level raises up to match with the woman who is driving a Mercedes or the woman who is wearing the purse or the woman who is, because I'm making decisions that are going to continue to give me that. This is my normal. Yeah. And and I had an issue like that many years ago. And it's funny when we bought a company, we bought a, a well-known internet company. Well, it wasn't well-known then. It was the only internet company in Ireland. And it's built to go both. We bought it. But after about four months in the company, you know, there was, there's more senior people than me. I was part of the management team, but there was more, much more senior people than me. The MD was going away on holidays. But he hadn't appointed who was taken over or running the business while he was away. Now, don't worry, it was a clever thing to do or not a clever thing to do. But everyone was wondering who was the boss. Until the second day, someone said to me, Mark, there's a call for you. And I went into his office, sat in his chair to take the call. Now, I think it was my wife or someone calling me. From that moment on, while he was away for a month, everyone assumed I was the MD. You were the boss. I was, and I assumed that role. Because the man who came up, the sales director came up to me to ask me a question again. And he's much more experienced than me hugely more experienced than me in the whole industry, right? But he was now asking me questions and can I do this? And I had flipped. And like, was it a subconscious thing? Was it a conscious thing? I don't know. I knew I, wa- I was going to be the MD. There's no ifs and buts. I knew it was going to be the MD, right? But, but you're right. The minute I sat in that chair and the minute, like your Mercedes, when I came back out, people saw me in that class office, sitting on that desk, or in that, in the, on that chair, in, at that desk, taking a phone call. And even though I came back out to my own desk, they just assumed he left Mark in charge. He just forgot to tell us. And I was the MD for the next month. And I became the MD full time about six months later, right when, when we sold the company. But that's what you would you write, how I felt going home, how I looked, how I walked. I say everything completely changed. A hundred percent. You know, I always tell people when it comes to manifestation, because you've always been manifesting, it's really understanding how you've done it. Um, and we'll really dive into the money because I love talking about money. Yeah, that's true, that, something conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I used to not love talking about because it was uncomfortable for me. And shifting your mind and consciousness is really being around people who are going to not judge you for talking about money, not judge you for the things that you want, and really being open with your money thoughts and wanting more in your life. And I really want everybody to think about this. You absolutely need to earn money. It is non-negotiable. 
you need to earn money for you to eat, for you to have a roof over your head, for you to feed your family, for you to feed you, for you to um, get from point A to point B, to even get on a on a bus, you need to have money to get on a bus. So it is your God-given right to have money, number one, but it is your God-given right to have an abundance of money. It is us who stops ourselves from, we have literally been preconditioned that money is hard, working hard is gonna get you money, um, you have to put in your time. You have to make sacrifices. We really believe these things. And so we are constantly in this energy of fighting against money. And money dictates everything that we do. I don't have the money. I don't go on vacation. I don't have the money. I don't do this. I do, da, 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 da. We budget our life around money instead of us budgeting ourselves and allowing money to fit in. Because well, money explain is that. explain that in more detail, that sentence here. Because that's very that sentence is very important. Absolutely. I always say there's a difference between being frugal and budgeting and learning how to earn more money. Two very different things. So successful people are really good at this. What we do is I may not have the money for this today, but I know that by doing XYZ that I will. Yes. Okay. And so I do what needs, if I want to spend $5,000 on a vacation, I don't say, well, I'm going to find the cheapest vacation and the one gives me the most of what I can. I say, I'm going to book what it is that I want. And now I'm going to do what needs to be done in order for that money to be there. Which is different than most people think, because most people think, I'm not going to have the money for that holiday. I'm not going to have $5,000. I'm not going to be able to go to Disneyland. I'm not going to be able to go to 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 to... Florida, Boston, Canada, wherever, where someone who attracts money, yes, says, we're going to holiday and the money, I will have it. It'll be there. 100%. They, they so expect it to be there. They expect it. Now, yes. they do take action. They do work. They do different yes. things. You do coaching. We all do different things. They expect it. And I told you about someone I knew last week who bought an engagement ring. And they, they, he expected on the, on the Monday that money was there. Money was there. Because it was meant to be there because he expected it. There was no ifs and buts. Correct. And that's where I think a lot of people say, but I do expect it, Sharon. But you're not expecting it because you're questioning it the whole way. Yeah. See, you're see, questioning it the whole way. And so yeah. that is causing a massive resistance. And so I'm just going to go back to the embodiment for one moment yes, because no, of please, what you yeah. said earlier, because this is actually a big key in it. I want you to think back to any time, and this is exactly what you did, any time that you ever wanted to be promoted and the promotion was up available at work or you wanted to take on something new, maybe you wanted to do a swim mate, something that you really wanted. Now, you didn't just put your hand in the hat and say, well, I hope they pick me. You started to behave like the manager. You started to take on, you researched the role what it is that you would need to do in order to get that position. And you started to do different duties at work so that the boss would notice you. You see, what you've done is you've actually started to embody that position already without being in that position, which then draws it to you. It attracts the boss to see you. It attracts the people around you to see you as that higher level. And you start to show up at work in a different way. You start to show up doing different, you know, you offer to take on more work, whatever the case may be. But you became the promotion before the promotion was yours. Yeah, and, and that's, that's why you got the promotion. Yeah, and that's very true. You see that in people. You, like you see in all walks of life, you go, well, of course he got that job. Or of course he's now doing that show because he was meant to have it. It was, it was, And you actually sometimes say, no, it was made for him. Like a promotion or that promotion was made for them. 
No, they made it for them. You, you are right. Like they acted the role, and they were the, they were the role, and they became it. A hundred percent. So when it comes to money consciousness, I want you to think about a couple of things. Number one, because money consciousness is really your awareness of money, number one. But number two, it's not just what it is that you want to earn for money. It is the way that you actually energetically connect to money. And we touched on this last week as well. I want you to kind of look at how when you pay bills, what is your reaction to paying bills? Is it defeated? Is it that you feel uncomfortable? Is it that you're worried that I'm gonna I've got a thousand dollars of bills to put out and I only have two thousand dollars in my account? I'm only gonna be left with a thousand I need to budget. You see, that energy is actually, even though you say I want to earn a million dollars, that energy is what the universe is hearing that you are fearful of money. And so what you're doing is you're actually repelling it. And it's trickling in because money only comes where it is welcome. It is energy. It is simple energy. Money is printed off every single day. There is an, I mean, it's everywhere. It's true. Yeah. Very it is true. everywhere. There is no shortage of money. There's nothing is created nor destroyed. The law of infinite supply. It is infinite. It is there. It is about you connecting to it. It's already on its way to you because it's been printed to come to you. It's you connecting for it to actually arrive. Well, what do you say to someone who's listening to us now, who's in a nine-to-five job, earning £35,000 a year or £40,000 mm. a year, and they say, that's all well and good, but I can't earn any more. Or can they? Oh, they... I love that question. I'm so oh, glad because I have, I have that, wasn't, clients... that wasn't rehearsed, folks. Yeah. That wasn't rehearsed. <laughs> because, honestly, I have... I don't just coach clients who are in business for self. I also coach clients who are in a nine to five job. Now, I didn't know that. Okay, very good. Yeah, in a nine to five job. Because here's the truth. Just because you're in a nine to, you don't earn money through your company. You earn money through you. You earn money through you. And I remember one of my clients, she actually happens to be my best friend. And she came to, she started coaching with me, which was absolutely amazing to have one of your best friends being coached by you. And she works, has been working for a company for over, I think she just hit 25 years. She's been there forever. And she kept saying, first and foremost, I'm not going to earn more money because I'm at the top, you know, so there's already a cap on how much I earn. Number two, with COVID, they've done, and this was during COVID, with COVID, they've done so many restrictions and they've actually taken, you know, people have been laid off. So those who are on, are, they've already put out a broadcast that there is absolutely no bonuses being given out. Right. She okay. got the biggest bonus that year that she's gotten in 25 years, and she has now gotten it three years in a row. She was also, they created a new position for her because of what she is capable of doing and what she offers the company. So they didn't upgrade her just by giving her a, they gave her a, a raise and then yeah. they created a new position with a brand new platform. That's the difference. You see, when you change your mindset, you change your money consciousness. When you change the way that you see who you are, you see yourself as this is my job. This is how much I can earn. And there's nothing above that. But when you start showing up in a different way, they're going to create something that is for what you bring to the table. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, and it's them and the universe creating it. The universe is creating this because you have now found a you have now found your patch, and everything has to go around that patch. 
or that piece of ground or that, or that real estate of you. And and all the money has to come in to fund that. So so there's someone going from nine to five, more money, new position being created. So it is possible. A hundred percent, because you don't make money through the company. You make money through you. You are what they are investing in. Yeah, You're not investing not, in them. They're investing in you. Like that. Like that, that's very well put, because a lot of people would say, and you'll hear this all the time, the company pays me. My mother pays me. That company pays me. He pays me. She pays me. No. They, they, ne they never say the money comes through me. You're the one me. earning it. Yes. You're yeah. earning it at the level. You're not earning what you're earning because it's what you want to earn. It's because what you know to earn. And we have to change that no to. You know, I want you to think of this. I always give this analogy. I want you to think of this because this analogy works for every area of your life. I want you to know this. So whether it is in love um, and because I teach on a holistic level, I really work with my clients on all pillars of their life. It's not just money because when we change from the internal, we really do shift in every single area. But I want you to think of the idea that you meet somebody you really, really, really like, and you like this person so much and you think, you know what? I've never had it so good. Right. I don't want it to go away. So you invite this guy over, you invite this gal over and you tell them to go into the spare room and you're just like, I'll be back in a minute. But what you do is you lock the door and you say, listen, I don't want to lose you. I don't want to lose you. You are amazing. I love you. And I don't want to ever lose this feeling. And so you're going to stay here and I'll come, you know, after work, I'll come and we'll hang out and we'll have dinner together. But then I'm locking the door again. And on the weekend, we'll have date night. But then I'm locking the door again. What is that person going to do the minute there's a crack in the window or the door is unlocked? They're going to run for the hills and they will never come back because you've choked them. You've restricted them. You're not giving them an opportunity to breathe and you don't trust in your connection to them. Money is the same way. So when we're holding on to money and restricting it, we're not allowing ourselves to actually breathe with it and spend it in trust. Now, I'm not talking about going broke. I'm not talking about buying everything because you want to have the latest bag. I don't promote going into ridiculous debt. But the difference between successful people and those who are not is that we spend intentionally. We forecast. And so right. what is this money doing for me? If I'm investing in a coach, I know it's going to bring back to me. So I'm okay with investing that. If Even if it's a t-shirt, that t-shirt is going to make me feel amazing so that I know by wearing this sweater, I'm showing up, I look good. By wearing these glasses, I'm showing up, I feel sophisticated, I feel good. That's an investment of my money. You see, spending and investing is the same thing. There's no difference. You're consistently investing when you buy groceries, you're investing in you, your health, you're investing in the store, being able to employ those people, you're investing in the farmer who grew the crops, your money is going to an incredible chain of investments. And when you start to see it this way, instead of choking it and holding it, it needs to be in circulation because the more it's in circulation, the more the farmer can crop, the more people are employed and you're able to go into that store and buy your groceries. And it's funny you say that because like I know, and you probably know yourself, when you go come to a, a stage where money is tight and you try to hold it, it always goes quicker. Not only it, does it, it go quicker. It doesn't go slower. Like it just, you seem to have more expenses because you're holding on. Something to it. always happens. Always happens. And like you say, well, no, I'm going to keep this hundred dollars or hundred pounds or hundred euros. But then suddenly it happens that half is gone. How did that go? It didn't go quite quick last week. 
But because you're holding on to it so tight, it's actually looser than ever. In, in, it's flowing out quicker. Absolutely. You know, there's a couple of things when you're getting started with your money consciousness that I suggest is um, even if you can do uh, $20 or 20 quid or whatever it is, take that out of the bank and put it in your wallet. Okay. Or put it on your fridge. Um, take some money and put it in the drawer, in the cutlery drawer. Right. So even if you can't start, I remember I did this with hundred dollar bills. I was carrying a lot of hundred dollar bills in my wallet. But before I could do that, I literally I took twenty dollars and monopoly money and put it together. So it oh, looked yeah. thick. Yeah. And so that's a really great trick. If you don't have the money right now, get the smallest denomination you can and then put monopoly money or fake money behind it. And, and just it makes you feel like yeah, you're, you're, you're walking around with a load of money. And I've been there. Like, like it's funny. Yeah. Like if I know it's the bank and I take, you take a load of money for something, even though it's only for half an hour to pay for a holiday, you do feel richer in that half an hour because you're walking in the road with a thousand pounds or 500 pounds in your pocket a hundred percent because you know that no matter what there's money there yes it's so not, get used it's to not the, the feeling yeah a hundred percent get used to the feeling get used to having money get used to seeing money now what we do when we don't have money is we check the bank account constantly every day every hour every day <laughs> I mean, as often as possible, do I have enough? And when you go to spend, and I remember this clearly, you know, because I really, I have been there. So if you're there right now, I'm telling you, I know that Mark, you've been there. I, I have been yeah. there. I have been where I didn't know how to pay rent the next day. I have been there where it's been dollar for dollar, penny for penny. And so the truth is, is that we have to change the way that we see it. Stop checking the bank account. It's not going to change. So allow... Allow yourself the luxury to check it once a week. Start with that once a week instead of once every single day. And I want you to see the abundance of the money that you have. And this is a really big thing. So if the car breaks down, and I'll tell you, I remember my puppy got sick and the bill was over $20,000 and everybody wow. thought I was absolutely crazy. Now, I was grateful that I had the money. I was in a because I had it been a few years ago, I wouldn't have had the money to pay for her yeah. medical care. And I don't know what I would have done. But I was so grateful to have the money, not upset to put it out, so grateful to have the money to be able to take care of her health care. And so as I saw my bank account kind of go down, to me it was this gratitude of yeah. Yeah. thank goodness yeah, this is happening. It. Yeah. of having it. So it wasn't a feeling of it was going out. It was a feeling of I have it. Yeah. And so even if you have $10 in the account, I want you to feel that you have $10. You're paying the bills. I'm so grateful to have the money to pay yeah. for these bills because here's the kicker. And this is huge. You really got to see this. The truth is, is that every single thing that I had on my credit cards was an investment in something, whether it was a t-shirt, whether it was a purse, whether it was a stupid buy or not a stupid buy. At the time, I invested in it because it made me feel something. And so I'm now paying. I don't look at it as paying my credit card debt. I see it as paying back for my investments. Very good. Okay. Right. So we got to change the way that we're looking at it. You got to feel good. And I feel good about having the money to put out. I feel good about even if it's just the minimum payment, I feel good about having that minimum payment to put out and now being able to do the things that I want to do. So really, anyone listening to this now, 
when they're going out to shops tonight to buy groceries or put petrol in the car or whatever it is, whether it's five pounds, five euros, ten, every time they hand it over, they should say, Isn't it fantastic that I had that to pay it? And I would Yeah, go on, you you would what? No, I would say, you know, with gratitude, see what you are investing in. So even if you're buying the the beer at the at, at the local pub and you're no, with friends. Are you, are you saying we are a drink? Pardon? Are you saying we are a drink? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I used to drink. I haven't drank in uh, 15 years. So Very I'm good. all for it. But I want you to think like what the tiniest thing as you're spending that money is I want you to see that here's the thing. Our manifestations, we are the law of divine oneness. Our, everything that we do has a ripple effect. That includes your money. So even if you are at the local pub, that money is going to pay for the waitress and the uh, staff that have yeah. um, jobs. It's going to pay for the establishment, right? Without you being there, that establishment probably wouldn't exist with all the people in there, right? It would go True. broke, yeah. right? So everything is somehow an investment in something. And be happy that you have the money to do that. Now, here's the thing. Your value system with money will start to change. Now, when I remember when I when I made my first six figure month, I bought myself a purse that I really really wanted. I bought two purses and a pair of shoes. I bought a bunch of stuff that I really really wanted, and I spent an enormous amount of money to actually um, buy things for my clients. What I realized by having the bag is that the bag took on a new meaning. It okay. wasn't so much the bag anymore. It was just the fact that I was able to. I haven't really bought a bag. Absolutely. And I haven't bought yeah. a bag since because I just don't feel like it. And if I do, I will. But what I want you to kind of get into the habit of is seeing what you have as gratitude. What you have as gratitude. So I'm going to give you um, a small little exercise. Yeah, shoot. So every morning, if you're not writing gratitude, now the key is to be in the gratitude throughout the day. So to practice this, right? So when you're putting out money to feel the gratitude, when you are working with money to feel the gratitude, when you see it come in to feel the gratitude. And so write five things that you're grateful for. See five things in your life that you are grateful for today. Okay. So, and, they, and they can be anything, anything at all. Anything. You could be anything grateful for the fact that you have food on the table, grateful for your husband, grateful for your wife, grateful for your kids. And as you write it, what I want you to do is I want you to actually get an image of that gratitude. So if you're grateful for your husband, then I want you to write down, I'm so happy and grateful for my husband today. But I want you to have an image of something that you and your husband did that made you feel really good so that you can raise that vibration and get into it. So that every time you read a sentence like that, you can be in that energy and that vibration, right, of that image that you have. And then what I want you to do is I want you to write five things of gratitude for future as if they've already happened. So, for example, I'm so happy that I earn a million dollars. I don't care that you don't earn a million dollars. I'm so happy that I earn a million dollars. And I want you to ask yourself, if I earned a million dollars, what would that feel like? What is that picture in my head? What is that imagery? And yeah. as you read that sentence, I want you to get into that imagery. And I want you to treat the $10 in your bank account like it's a million dollars in your bank account. The okay. truth is, is that you seeing it lack, and I do wish we had more time. I know we only have about five minutes left. Yeah. but 
And we could probably do another episode just on money alone. Yeah, we, because we, we, the we'll, truth do, we'll, is... we'll do another one next week. Don't, yeah, we, we, we'll continue the money consciousness one on next week without, without a doubt. Perfect. Because honestly, when it comes to money, there's so much to be said. I yeah. mean, I want to tell you who you should hang around with, who you shouldn't hang around with, why, why it's changing the way that you make money. But right, start with the gratitude this week and really start to be grateful and be in gratitude of what you have. Start to spend with intention. Is this an investment for me? What am I forecasting to get out of it? Right. What is this going to bring back to me, whether it's emotion, whether it is more clients, whether it is um time with somebody that I really, really want, it, you're investing in you and those around you. And so start to see it that way. Right. So, and so, and, and back to the car analogy, even you put diesel in the car, that's an investment because it's going to get you home. It's going to get you home to your family. It's going to get you into work where you're going to meet people and, and do your job. It's going to get you to your clients. So that's an investment. So items as simple as that, buying food keeps you healthy, keeps you fit. Keeps you keeps keeps you alive. So you need to get down to the real nitty gritties of it and then build the whole thing up. A hundred percent. What we really want to do is we want to get you to a place where you know that money is coming to you. You just know. Yeah. You just right. Yeah. And what I think, and I've seen people, and you've seen people, and we see them every day. They just know they will find that. They will just know it's going to come. I remember once I was buying a company and I was called into the accountants, and he said. And the way we're financing it, we're five hundred thousand pounds short. And it's and what we're really worried about was that their fee was eighty thousand pounds. If the whole thing falls asunder, um, it was a win or no win or no uh, win or lose. So if, if I didn't buy the company, they weren't getting paid, right? And I just simply said, we'll have it within the next week. And I drove around to different banks. I got it. Brian knew I was going to get it. There was no ifs and buts. No, but notice that by knowing that you were going to get it, it also put you on a different level of thinking of where to get it and how to get it. it yes. If I had a thought, how am I going to do this? this is never going to happen. I wouldn't have got, I actually got a friend of mine to be a chauffeur and he drove me around when I took the calls in the car. I could have sat in an office worried all day about raising, getting that 500 grand, but I knew I was going to get the 500,000. There was no ifs and buts. Like, and the, I remember looking at the accountants in the room and they were all going, some of them were white. Because one fellow was looking at the bill, 80,000 pounds. If he doesn't get it, well, how, all the time we put into this. But I, I learned to ignore all that negativity. I was getting, I was buying this company. There was no ifs and buts, no ifs and buts. And that's again, but, and that was be, before, that was be, after the CT incidents and all that. But it, it builds up. I think with your gratitude, we might talk about it next week with money consciousness and more. Once, wanting, once you see one thing working for you, once you see one 10 pounds working for you or $10, there's no reason why it can't be a million dollars working for you. You know, I always say there's no difference between making and a lot of people, um, if you don't have a higher set mind consciousness, this will ruffle some feathers and I'm actually glad it will ruffle some feathers because it means that you have movement to make. We set a temperature gauge and we'll talk about this next week. We set a temperature gauge for how much money we make, a thermometer. So you're making based on your thermometer without even realizing that you're doing it. But you literally are controlling, the, you are controlling how much money you want to make. Mm -hmm. And you are setting this thermometer every single month and every single year, 
and this is why you're earning. And I think that's something that we can talk about um, next, next week, week because it is about rebuilding that thermometer and understanding how our energy around money is really what is bringing it to us. It is truly unknowing. And I'll say this really quickly. If I turn on the light, I think I have enough time. We'll do this really quickly. Um, if I turn off this light, for example, no light, but I press this button and I know the light is on. I have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. I don't know whether uh, how the wires wire up. I, I'm not an electrician. I don't get it. But I know that this will stay on as long until I do this. Yeah. This is how money consciousness is. It is the light is on. It is unknowing that the money is coming to you unless you turn it off. Okay. And that's and where we want to get people. And on that note, like an episode of Succession or Dallas or Dynasty, we're going to leave it there and come back come back with all that stuff next week. And once again, to say to you, if anyone's looking for Sharon, we're going to have her information on the end of the podcast. Also, go on to TikTok. Sharon has some fantastic um, um, videos on there about, about everything. And we'll also have a link to if you want to book her. The same if you need myself through the Right Frame Academy. You get all the information underneath as well. Karen, it's been fantastic talking to you again. And we'll, we'll take up the money consciousness and the time, get the temperature gauge I'm interested in. So definitely we're going to talk about that next week. So thanks very much for your time. I appreciate it. Sorry? Thanks very much for your time. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. I think I'm so, super excited to be here with you. It's been a lot of fun. So, Brilliant. Thanks, Sharon. Thank you.